Welcome to Kenny the Sports Guy. I'm your host, Kenny Severo, and today I will be focusing on the MLB 2020 season predictions. Yes, I know it's late, but due to the coronavirus ravaging the planet, baseball season has been delayed indefinitely. Who will win their division? Who will win the wild card? Who will win the World Series? Stay tuned! As of this recording, the 2020 MLB season has not started due to the coronavirus pandemic that is happening around the world. Honestly, I don't know when baseball season will start, but obviously this virus is a serious matter, and I pray that this will be eradicated soon enough. Keep the faith always. On with the show. So, I wanted to do an episode on my podcast regarding my predictions for the 2020 season. If you follow me on Twitter, Kenny underscore sports, and Instagram, Kenny the sports guy, you already know who I have winning their division. I wanted to go in-depth with the teams that I chose to win. In the very end of this podcast, I will reveal who will win the World Series. Without further ado, let's get started. Let's start with the AL East. I have the Yankees finishing first in the AL East with a record of 103 wins and 59 losses. This is clearly not a biased pick as the Yankees are the best team in the AL East. With the lineup at full capacity for the first time since it seems like forever, and it's safe to say that the home run records will be broken. The Yankees really broke the bank last offseason by signing former Pirate and Astros great Garrett Cole to a $324 million contract. Cole is 29 years old and is coming off a season in which he struck out 300 batters. However, signing this contract is a huge risk, as history shows us that the big-top contracts in baseball doesn't pan out so well. The Yankees did lose their starting pitcher Luis Severino to Tommy John surgery, and he is not expected back until mid-July of next season. That is a huge blow to the rotation. Other than that, my my other concern about the team is, can they stay healthy enough? especially Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge. Both of them them were injured for the majority of last season. Will it be injured this season? Finishing second is the Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays shocked a lot of people last season and will have another strong season this season. With a record of 90-72, the Rays will not catch the Yankees, but might be good enough for a wildcard spot. Players like Austin Meadows, who the Pirates stupidly gave up in the Chris Archer trade, is developing into quite a star. I wouldn't be surprised if he is a series MVP candidate this year. Lakes now will return to his Cy Young self. Look for the Rays to make a lot of noise this season. Finishing third in the AL East, the Toronto Blue Jays. This team is my team that has most improved and will have a record of 89th wins and 73 losses. I just love the trio of young talent in Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Calvin Biggio, and Bo Bichette. They will be the driving force of this office. They will miss Justin Smoke, though, as he signed a one-year deal with the Milwaukee Brewers last offseason. He was a power bat in that lineup. This team could be a dark horse. Number four, I have the Boston Red Sox. The Red Sox, well, they lost a substantial amount of pieces. 
Alex Cora is our manager, thanks in part for his role in the Astros cheating scandal. In comes Ron Renneke, who learns that starting pitcher Chris Sale will be out until the middle of next season due to Tommy John surgery. Oh, and they finally traded away Bookie Betts and David Price to the Los Angeles Dodgers. I haven't finished 85 and 77, but what is the plan for the Red Sox this year? Are they going to compete? Take? This team has fallen for grace ever since winning the World Series title in 2018. Finishing 5th in the AL East is the Baltimore Orioles. <sighs> Honestly, I don't know what they are doing down in Baltimore. They are working with bare bones there. Like, I can't even name the roster what they have except for one person, Trey Van City, who I just found out that he'd been diagnosed with stage 3 cancer and... I really, really hope that he gets out of this. I'm sending my prayers to him. The Orioles will finish with a record of 62-100. and 100. Let's move on to the AL Central, the Minnesota Twins. If you have told me that the Twins broke the home run record for most home runs in the season, I will laugh in your face. The Twins are a powerhouse and will score runs at will. However, there is one huge question that remains unanswered. Can they finally beat the Yankees in the first round? They will finish with a record of 90 and 72. Number two is the Chicago White Sox. The White Sox is considered to be the most improved team in all of baseball. They signed players like Dallas Keuchel, power hero Edward Encarnacion, and traded for potential superstar Nomar Nozara. With Lucas Giolito as their ace and a rising superstar in Tim Anderson, the White Sox have nowhere to go but up. Sadly, they will finish second with a record of 88 and 74. Finishing third in the AL Central, the Cleveland Indians. The fall from grace continues. This team hasn't been the same ever since blowing the 3 1 series lead in the 2016 World Series. Trading away Corey Kluber was a bit of a head scratcher since he was the best pitcher Cleveland had. They will finish 86-77, but the only question remains, will they trade superstar Francisco Lindor, and where will he end up? Finishing fourth in AL Central, the Kansas City Royals. The Royals won the World Series in 2015. Now they are clearly in rebuilding mode. Last season, Jorge Soler finally finished figuring out Major League Pitching. But will it be a one-year wonder? Another question is, will they trade with Merrifield? I predict a 72-90 record for them. And finally, the Detroit Tigers. Like the Orioles, they can't figure out what are their plans of rebuilding. Jordan Zinnemann's contract is an albatross and cannot be traded. The Tigers are just drifting with no sense of direction. Expect a 66-96 record. Let's move on to the West, shall we? Number one, I have the Oakland A's. The A's will overtake the Astros this year for the division. They can never win the last game of the season. They barely win the division by one game with a record of 99-63. and Let's just hope they can get a new stadium pretty soon. Number two is the Houston Astros. Despite the cheating, despite the trash can banging, and wondering what is under Jose Altuve's jersey, the Astros are still good. They still have Jose Atube, George Springer, and Carlos Correa. 
The loss of Garrett Cole will hurt the pitching staff, but they still have Justin Verlander. But is he he is reaching up there in age? Will he decline? Who will the Astros rely on other than Verlander? Despite these questions, the Astros will be ninety eight and sixty four. Number three, the Los Angeles Angels. The Angels are one of those teams that could win the division for ten years in a row, but they chose not to. With the addition of Joe Madden and highly signed, highly signed Anthony Rendon, that would change. Let's face it, Mike Trout is wasting his prime in Anaheim, but just signed a huge extension to stay with the team. They would jump to third place in the division with a record of eighty-eight and seventy-four. For the Texas Rangers, the Rangers finally have a legitimate ace by trading for Corey Kluber. With a stunning new ballpark and a new ace, the Rangers are expected to compete. However, they will they will finish at exactly at 500 with a record of 81 and 81. And finally, the Seattle Mariners. It has been 20 years since the Mariners made the postseason. And this year will be no different. They are clearly in rebuilding mode. At least you have T-Mobile Park. I have been there and it's a beautiful ballpark. Now let's move on to the National League, shall we? Now I am focusing on the NLEs. This might be a shocker, but I have the New York Mets finishing at number one. This team on paper has the potential to be the best team in the National League East. However... There are many flaws within this team. The Robinson Cano contract and his performance is killing the team. The bullpen being a, a total dumpster fire, especially with Edwin Diaz. The pitching staff took a huge blow when North Syndergaard underwent Tommy John surgery is not expected to come back until mid-season next season. Jacob DeGrom is still the best pitcher, but with, so- with so- Syndergaard gone, who will step up? Despite all this, I think the Mets will get it together and win 90 games with 72 losses. Number two on the list is the Washington Nationals. The world champions will finish second in the NL East with a record of 89-73. They still have the same roster intact minus Anthony Rendon, who signed a lucrative deal with the Angels. The team still have a killer rotation in Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg. But I believe they finished one game behind the Mets for the NL East. Coming in number three is the Atlanta Braves. The Braves have talent that can win multiple World Series titles for years to come. Players like Ronald Acuna, Ozzy Albies, Stancy Swanson would take the next step in taking the Braves to a championship caliber team. I am not sure about the pitching staff though. The Braves will be 85 to 77. Number four, the Philadelphia Phillies. Despite spending over $300 million in free agency, most of it has gone to Christ Harper, the Phillies had a very disappointing season. The first day on the chopper block was manager Gabe Kapler, who was quickly replaced by a manager named Joe Girardi. You might be familiar with him as he coached the Yankees for 10 years. Not a bad move. However, the, Philly, the Phillies will not get it together and will finish with the same record as last year at 81-81. And finally, the Miami Marlins. With all the stripping of the roster, the Marlins are still far away from competing. They have a good young group, but are they on the right track? I don't know. 
They'll finish with a record of 72 and 90. Moving on to the NL Central. The NL Central is a stacked division. Number one, I have the St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals ran away with the division, but were swept by the Nationals in the National League Championship Series. This team has a pretty good makeup in place and should make another run in the division. They will finish a record of 91 and 71. Number two is, is a bit of a surprise. I have the Cincinnati Reds. The Reds are ready to take the next step from mediocrity to greatness. The Reds reloaded in the offseason by signing Nicholas Castellanos, Mike Moustakis, and Pedro Stroke. With all of these pieces in place, the Reds are poised to make a run at the NL Central. However, they will finish three games out with a record of 88 and 74. Number three on the list is the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers were in the playoffs last season, but fell to the World Champions Nationals due to one miss, one error. This season, I feel like the Brewers have regressed. With the returning Christian Yellick coming, the Brewers should or could contend, but I see them in the 85 to 75 record range. Number four is the Chicago Cubs. The Cubs basically didn't have a good offseason. They did practically nothing. Shocking for a team that basically choked during the last part of the season and needed help, especially with the bullpen and the offense. They will pay for they will pay for that mistake with a record of eighty one to eighty one. And finally, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Even though the record is not going to show it, I think the Pirates are going to be better than expected. They're going to be eighty and eighty two. And finally. The National League West. The Los Angeles Dodgers will win the division. The Dodgers made a quite a splash this offseason by acquiring David Price and Mookie Best for the Boston Red Sox. Clearly, they are the best team in the West, but can it be the best team in baseball? However, this team has the potential of letting their fans down. They got last year when... They were dispatched by the Nationals in five games in the NLDS. What happened this year? The Dodgers will go 104 and 58. Number two in the division is the Colorado Rockies. I believe that the Rockies will be better than people realize. Yes, the pitching has been god awful, but at some point that has to turn around. Despite Nolan Arenado's being upset with and wants out of Colorado. I believe that the Rockies and him will make up and he will be the centerpiece of the offense and also a potential MVP candidate. They'll finish with a record of 90-72. Number three in the list is the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks are a really weird team. They have the talent to change challenge for the division, but they choose not to. They did acquire starting Martin for the Pirates and he is such an unbelievable talent. However, will that move pay off? 89-73 record for them. Number four on the list is the San Diego Padres. The Padres will not make any noise this season, but in the future, they will. I love me so Fernando Tatis and Manny Machado together back-to-back -back in the lineup. But, but this season, I feel like they got to further develop. Look out for, the, for, look out for the Padres in the future. They will finish with a record of 83-79. And finally, the San Francisco Giants. Once upon a time ago, the Giants were in the midst of a dynasty. Now they're in rebuilding mode. I mean, 
who knows? Like, who knows with the Giants? Like, they could be good one year and then another, they could be pretty bad. So, for this season, I think they're going to be mediocre at best. So, they're going to finish with a record of 77 to 80. So, after all this, going through the divisions, let's recap, shall we? I have the New York Yankees winning the AL East. I have the Minnesota Twins winning the AL Central. And I have the Oakland A's winning the AL West. My two AL wildcard teams will be the Houston Astros. They will be the first wildcard. And the second wildcard belongs to the Tampa Bay Rays. As for the National League, let's see. I have the New York Mets winning their division. I have the St. Louis Cardinals winning the NL Central. And for the NL West... I have the Dodgers winning the division. As for the playoff races, oof, it's a bit close, but I have the returning champions, Washington Nationals, earning the first wildcard spot. And as for the second wildcard spot, I have the Colorado Rockies winning the second wildcard spot. Now... The moment that everyone has been waiting for. Who do I have winning the World Series? Wow. Actually, I've been thinking about this for quite some time. And honestly, on paper, I believe anybody can win. Any team can win the division, actually. And I will have to go with, in the American League... Um, the New York Yankees. I think the Yankees have the talent and the offense and the pitching staff and the bullpen to take it to the, you know, take it to the World Series. I mean, look at Aaron Judge. Look at uh, John John Carlos Stanton. If healthy, they could create a deadly like one-two duel in the offense. The pitching staff is, despite you know losing Luis Severino, I think the Yankees are gonna be okay. I mean, Sabathia retired last season, and the bullpen is still there. Rosa Chapman's going to still throw 100 miles per hour. I just hope he doesn't blow away his, uh, his arm during the season. And Gleyber Torres, I feel like he's going to step it up to the next level this season. So, yeah, I have the Yankees winning their, the American League pennant. As for the National League... Oof, it's a bit of a tough one, but I will have to go with the, I mean, Los Angeles Dodgers. The Dodgers, they're clearly the best team in all, in all baseball, perhaps, but can they actually do something in the postseason? Like, this last five years of the postseason that the Dodgers has done, Despite making two World Series in a row, they haven't really done anything. Like, yes, they took in, they taken the Astros to Game Seven. They taken the Red Sox to to the distance as well. But I feel, you know, the Dodgers need to get that choking mentality out of their heads and just finally win a championship. All that money they spent on players and. It's a bit disappointing. So this is my these are my predictions for the upcoming 2020 season. If there's a season, I mean, there's been reports that 
the season might start July without any fans in attendance and it won't start. It will actually take place in Arizona, Florida, and I think some other place, but I mean, who knows? There's also been talks that the World Series will be in November and there's also been talks that every team will play in a some kind of all-in tournament where it's just like a, it's like an NCAA bracket mm-hmm. style where you know you just play one game and you know whoever wins that game you go to the next round until there's a winner. I mean, honestly, despite what we are going through right now as of this recording, like I hope there will be baseball soon enough. I mean, I miss the sport. We all miss sports, I mean, but the coronavirus doesn't really care, actually. And honestly, once it comes back, I think it will be the stepping point towards, you know, returning to normalcy. So, yeah, so these are my predictions, and this is actually my first episode of the podcast, and I want to thank you guys for you know, listening, and I will try to, you know, record a lot of episodes for this season. I mean, I have a lot to talk about, and yeah, I thank you for listening, and I guess I'll see you at the next episode. Thank you for your time, and I hope you enjoyed the show, and I will speak with you next time.